You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, where we are once again back on the air going where the SMR nation wants to go, which is a lot of different places a lot of times. Well, here's a broad variety of folks out there listening, right? (laughs) Lots of different life stages and lots of different satisfaction levels or you name it, however that, I guess, may be phrased. And we're really grateful that there's such a broad variety of people out there in the SMR Nation and that they speak up and they tell us what's going on Mm -hmm. and they ask their questions. And you can call us at 214-702-9565 this holiday season if you've got a question and you're not sure, you know, around the fire with all the family is the place to ask it. We'll answer it. So fire we're, away. We're your, we're your other family. Yes, we are. Our fire is safe. <laughs> if you also want to email, if that's what you prefer, to, uh, you can send it to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. It's about to give the phone number again, right? just in case people missed that's it. That's not email. Uh, and, it is, and you're right. That is not email. So um, to all of those that are uh, celebrating the holiday season as Christmas is fast approaching, um, we just wish great season's greetings. Mm-hmm. upon all the members of the SMR Nation, yeah. and, and we hope that you recognize uh, the, the gift and the, the blessing it is to get a chance to spend time with family and mm-hmm. what today's day and age and what's going on. Even if, even if seeing family remotely, cherish those times mm-hmm. because we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> We're not promised anything, right? <laughs> so uh, we just hope that everybody t- makes the most of every opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, if you, and if you do spend it um, with your spouse, just quietly, well, mm-hmm. enjoy it. Enjoy it. Find some things to laugh at no matter what. Absolutely. Find something to enjoy. Well, coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Merge Radio is an interview that I got to have uh, with somebody I've followed for quite a while in the podcast world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a life coach named Trip Lanier. Mm-hmm. And the, I love his name. He is the host <laughs> of the New Man podcast. Uh, he has a book out called This Book Will Make You Dangerous. And Good we title. have a conversation. He works largely with men. He's coached uh, some real high power mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. Uh, all the way down to just people like me. You know? Right. So, um, but he works, he works a lot with men. And so we have a great conversation about uh, what is it that makes us lose our excitement for life? Uh, mm. How does stuff impact us as life unfolds? And it's not what we thought. Um, what, would it, what does it mean to be dangerous? Mm-hmm. And what does that add to life? Mm-hmm. Uh, because playing it safe isn't always a great thing. And it's not talking about major risks. It's just talking about a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But it is one of those things that I keep seeing all the time. I've seen it in my history of life, too, and in our relationship at mm-hmm. times where when we've just kind of played it cool and slow and Ho-hum. safe. Ho-hum, maybe. Uh, lo and behold, we wind up bored. Right. But when we go, you know what? Hey, let's do this. What about that? And it's a little bit out of the box. It adds a flavor and an energy to life that there's there's few other places to find it like I that. I think flavor is a perfect word for that, right? Because I, 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 I'll always talk about food. I love food. 
<laughs> and you just don't want the bland. That's right? true. The, the, where where do the stories come from? It's when you have that spicy thing or mm-hmm. that really sweet thing or mm, you know, or that really weird thing that you just didn't know what it was. And you had to try it out. <laughs> And maybe it was great, maybe it wasn't, but you tried it out and you got a story. What was that mystery meat, you know? Exactly. Well, come on. And then on the extended version of today's Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash SMR Academy. Uh, I continue the conversation with Tripp, but we turn personal. Mm-hmm. And I'm asking him some questions of how has what he does for a living and how he's evolved to where he is mm-hmm. uh, and this perspective he's got. Um, how has it impacted his life and his marriage? And he's really personal mm-hmm. on on how he goes about uh, sharing his story and where they are. And I love every minute of it. He's married to a therapist too, so he he can walk in your shoes. Ah, nice. And <laughs> know what it's like. Nice. So all that's coming up on today's show. So joining me today for Sexy Marriage Radio, uh, it's an honor, and I hope the SMR Nation understands this kind of honor too, but for me as a, someone that listens to a lot of different podcasts, follows a lot of other people that are in the world of helping people uh, frame conversations, challenge us to, to be better and not just settle. Trip Lanier is the host of the New Man Podcast, and he also has a book out called This Book Will Make You Dangerous, The Irreverent Guide for Men Who Refuse to Settle. And so Trip. You may not think that it's all a cool deal to be on Sexy Marriage Radio, but it is cool to be talking to you. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a cool deal to be talking to you. What are you talking about, man? All right. Well, so I thank appreciate you very that. Much. <laughs> uh, and, and so, Tripp, you work with a lot of men, um, but I, and I'm assuming also there's, there's some crossover just because we are not the only species on the planet as far as, you know, our kind and our gender. So... Uh, I would love to just hear in a conversation with you, um, what are some of the things that you keep coming across over and over that just keep tripping us men up when it comes to living real vibrant, uh, engaged lives, I guess you could say? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big question. We can spend the entire day talking about that. But I would say, first and foremost, the types of men that, that come to me are the ones that are like, you know, I've done pretty well for myself. If you were to look at my life from the outside, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. I, I check a lot of the boxes in terms of income or job or family or the car or the house or those types of things. But there's this nagging sense that something's off. Something's not quite right. They thought things were going to be a bit different. Right. when they got to this place, and they can't quite figure out why they feel a little trapped or drained, or maybe even they even if they got lots of people in their life, they still feel isolated, mm-hmm. or maybe it's just a common kind of a, a threat of being bored or overwhelmed in whatever they're doing. And so there's the sense of like, is this really it? Is this really what I've signed up for? <laughs> or is there another level that I could reach in my life where I could, uh, where I have something to give, where there's some more meaning. But yeah. I also, the, the, the flip side of that, I also get to feel more free, more alive, more connected, more at peace with who I am and what I'm bringing to the world. Yeah. And I love that because that's almost building off of Victor Frankl's work, right? On the, the idea of man's, you know, he came along and said that Freud was wrong. It's not just pleasure or pain that we're looking for meaning. We're looking for something bigger than ourselves. And I think that that really is hardwired in the male DNA, right? That, that that's why we go out and conquer or <laughs> or go out and create. I mean, and I'm not being disparaging to the female because I think they've got it too. But it, it, since it's just us dudes talking about dudes for a moment, yeah, um, it, it seems fascinating to me that 
there is this thing of once I kind of have arrived, now what, right? Yeah, now what? I, well, I think that that indicates two basic mindsets that we carry throughout life. And for the, for the first part, it's mainly what I, what I think is a survival mindset, which might be confusing to some people because they're not scratching to get by on the street or whatever. But right. to a large degree, our version of modern survival is what do I do so that I'm not uncomfortable? Okay. What do I do so that I'm not putting my time and energy and money at risk? What do I do so that I don't so that I don't look like a moron or or <laughs> the my friends and family or the people in my community don't cast me out? Right. For the most part, that's that describes how most of us are going day to day. Okay. Is in that that version of surviving, just getting by. I don't want to be uncomfortable today. I don't want to put anything at risk. I don't want to have anybody criticize me or reject me. Yeah. That, that can occupy a large part of our time and energy. Whereas when we start to shift into a bigger, more inclusive or more expansive mindset, we start to ask bigger questions like, what am I really here to give? What's trying to live through me and as me? And that's going to steer us right into the things that might feel a little uncomfortable, might feel a little risky. People might look at us a little weird mm-hmm. because we're no longer just kind of following the herd. Right. I mean, and that's, I guess, that's, that's where you can come to the whole definition that you've got with the title of the book of it's dangerous. Right. It feels dangerous, right? Oh, this I might be uncomfortable. I have to I might have to put some effort into this. You know, it's like, I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna get up and go for right. a you know workout this morning. That might be uncomfortable. Ah, that's a little dangerous. I'm not gonna do that. We've right. really I mean, success has made us really fragile and weak it, in a lot of ways. It, it really has. Like, I'm not gonna put it much of my time or my energy at risk or my money at risk. I'm not gonna invest in myself or invest in this possible this idea that I've had for years. I'm scared to lose that money. We're always looking at what we might lose. Or what if somebody, you know, were to think less of me? What what would happen if they were to, my friends were to know that I really wanted to do X Y Z in my life, or my wife really wanted to do A B C in the bed, bedroom? Like right. those types of things are, are dangerous to us these days in our cushy modern lifestyle. Totally. And then what I'm seeing as the direct result of that is, man, that's going to play out at home. That's going to play out in relationships. That's going to play out in parenting, and it's for sure going to play out in the bedroom. But for sure, it, it definitely those two are all in, interwoven, right? Absolutely. I, I, you know, how many guys, you know, hire me? Hey, I want to do this this thing X Y Z in my business. I want to you know transition from A to B. I want to go do these amazing things out in the world. And about two months in, it's like, hey man, could I ask you a question about uh, the thing that's going on with my wife? <laughs> they just they're, they're, it's very very common that that inability to penetrate the world is also somehow showing up in how we show up in our relationship and our sexuality. We'll be back with more of our conversation right after this. I'm not sure if this is a confession or not, but to everybody out in the SMR nation, uh, you and I, Pam, are not huge live TV watchers. Uh, Right. Yeah, no. When we watch, we want to be able to pick whatever it is we're watching. Right. So, well, there's a world of entertainment options out there. And by that, I mean, there's a lot of compelling shows to choose from, but perhaps you didn't know this, Pam, there's also a lot of international shows that we may be missing out on. (laughs) I love So it's time to burst the domestic TV bubble and check out Acorn TV, which is a sponsor for today's episode. Sweet. So British accents, you know, they're pretty charming. They're pretty cool. Love them. But I also love the mystery, drama, and comedy woven into the fabric of British entertainment because it's really like nowhere else on the planet. Mm -hmm. Well, Acorn TV is a commercial-free streaming service that's rooted in British television. It's home to sophisticated and artful storytelling with top-rated mysteries, dramas, and heartfelt comedies and so much more. 
And unlike other British TV services, Acorn TV has content from Ireland, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and beyond. Perhaps you're one of the millions that fell in love with Downton Abbey. So if you are, you're a fan of quirky British comedy, then they have one out there called The Other One, which is actually a story of two sisters from very different worlds that had no idea that the other existed until their father died. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of shows to pick from as well, with new ones added every week. So I always can find something new to watch on Acorn TV because it's loaded with thousands of hours of binge-worthy content, and you and I have been known to binge some things occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have. And you can stream all this on your favorite device for just five ninety nine a month. So take advantage of this offer and escape to Britain and beyond without leaving the comfort of your seat. Try Acorn TV for free for 30 days by going to acorn.tv and use our promo code SMR. That's A-C-O-R-N dot TV with the code SMR and you get your first 30 days for free. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is HelloFresh. And we also want to thank HelloFresh because they've been a part of our family for many, many months now. Mm-hmm. And they have taken a lot of the burden off of what can be conflictual when it comes to the way mealtime unfolds in the Allen home. That's exactly right. I love him. <laughs> because I don't know if you guys are like us, but typically um, it falls on one person's shoulders to do to kind of lead the charge in this. And sometimes that doesn't always line up with mealtime with the with the other person that you're married to. Mm-hmm. Right? They have a little more adventure in in mind. Pam. They have a little more variety in mind. Pam. They have a little more uh, nutritional factors in mind. Pam. They have a little more uh, locally grown, farm, organic in mind. Pam. Yep. Those are all Pam. And so if I'm the one that's in charge, sometimes that doesn't always happen. But HelloFresh has made it easy for our family. Because what happens is every week, the meals we choose show up at our door HelloFresh can cut out the stressful meal planning and grocery store trips because everything can be done in just around 30 minutes, sometimes even 20 when it comes to start to finish to get a meal ready to go because they provide everything that you're going to need, all the ingredients in the right size, so no more wasting foods, which is a great Mm, bonus. Yeah. HelloFresh is also flexible, and it'll fit your lifestyle. You can easily change your delivery days or food preferences. And with the way our weeks have been going the last several months, we've had to skip some weeks here and there. And that is a simple and painless process. Yeah, And then we just pick right back up when we're ready to go again. So feeding the family has never been easier. We want to extend the offer to you. Go to HelloFresh.com forward slash SMR90. And if you've been listening any length of time, this is a different code. So it's HelloFresh.com forward slash SMR90. Use the code SMR90 and you get $90 off, including free shipping. Oh, good. Once again, let's go to HelloFresh.com forward slash SMR90. Use our code SMR90 and you get $90 off, including free shipping. Maybe HelloFresh can take the stress out of mealtimes for your family too. This, that's what's so funny to me, because this is kind of the thread I've had with some of the different... Uh, I've, I run mastermind groups with men with, that are husbands, just looking... Uh, I didn't realize the art of husbandry actually is a farming term, uh, you know, to have, but you know, it's, 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 it's really, you know, trying to be better husbands, because all of us as men, we are go-to a lot of times too often is, well, what do you do? And then we're pigeonholed and 
I'm constantly just labeled rather than, no, that's the only thing you can't talk about in these groups is what you do for a living. This is about all the other aspects of our life. But the thread that I keep coming across is, yes, we're, we have this, this DNA in us to, to go out and conquer and protect and you know, kind of just expand the world, penetrate the world. But yet I can come home and be scared to death of my wife. Of, of saying something that's going to disappoint her or, you know, showing her a side of me that she might freak out at or, or be disappointed right. or, or judge. And, and it seems so fascinating that I see a lot of guys that they can steer it all towards the career and then the home life is a wreck. Right. Or they just focus so much on the home that they constantly are stuck in, you know, middle management, lower job, you know, just because there's, and it's like, they're just itching for something. And right. so what I'm hearing right. you say pretty much is we got to just figure out one of these areas to attack because it'll actually spill over into the others. Yeah. And in the book, I talk about how to just kind of bring it back to, you know, these three basic ideas. What am I, what am I afraid of? Well, I'm afraid to be uncomfortable. I'm afraid to put something at risk. At risk. I'm afraid to be seen or judged in a certain way. And then we can start to pick it apart. Mm-hmm. Is there really a monster under the bed? Is there, is, would it be so bad, right? If I were to put this out there, uh, if we if we stop the finger pointing and the cl- complaining and the blaming and actually got back into a really powerful question, which is, what do I want? Right. <laughs> what do I want for myself professionally? What do I want for myself sexually? Instead of how do I make sure I don't rock the boat? How do I make sure I don't upset my my partner? So essentially, many of us are treating our wives as a pseudo proxy for our mothers. We treat these are our wives as an authority figure right. and we come to them for permission. Is it okay if I do ABC? Is it okay? Oh, she'll never let me do that. And then we hide things from her. We don't tell her the truth. We don't see her as a partner. We don't see her as a peer. Right. And then it's no wonder. It's like, that's going to kill our sex lives. <laughs> Why would she want to have sex with her son? Essentially that yeah. becomes the dynamic in there when we act like little boys around our wives. Yeah, because I'm I'm just hearing that also that, that that kills not only just any kind of erotic or drive, it that, that kills trust on yes. you know, that, that it's it's this authority power structure that you basically have given over authority to another person of your own life. I mean, so I I believe and love the theorist Dr. David Schnarch, and he has a phrase in one of his books um, that a lot of times we've just handed over our penis to our wife and Every so often we ask for it back so we can have sex. But other than that, we just give it right back to them and, and we just don't walk around with it securely attached anymore. Right, right. Yeah, it's a, it's a, this scary kind of thing to really own our power, right? And, and I think that power, to a large degree, is a zero-sum game. It's yeah. either I have power and you have less or I have more or you have more and I have whatever that is. Like it, it either right. it goes either way. Right. But it's not a, hey, when I have ma- power, I can help expand your power. Right. Right. That, that's or an abundance mindset, ex- right? That there's, there's plenty, that we all pull each other up when we claim the innate power that we all have. Exactly. And I, I think, again, it's part of this kind of survival mindset, which is I'm going to have to, I eat this, you don't, or this is mine, this, this is yours, instead of, hey, how can we co-create here without watering things down, yeah. without minimizing, hey, look, I'm a masculine person in this body and I have masculine desires and I'm, I'm attracted to you for these reasons and get over here. I want to, <laughs> I want I want to tear off a piece of that. <laughs> if that's the, if that's the vibe and the, you know, but, no, I get but it. we miss that fire. We miss that aliveness in there and it just becomes like, Hey, I don't want to, 
is it okay? How about Friday at four o'clock before right. the kids get off the bus? Right. It's just like, oh man, <laughs> right? That, Kidding me? Yeah, that that then <laughs> turns everything right into the to do list world, which is anytime that kind of concept of romance is put on the to do list, it it immediately goes down a few rungs. Yeah, on, on and just, sometimes you gotta do it. I mean, you got a new baby in the house, you gotta kind of make sure. it around. I, I don't want to, I don't want to demonize a lot of this stuff, but I, I think it ultimately comes back to that question: What do we want, right? Right. And so, and that's what am a, I doing to cultivate that? What okay. am I doing to cultivate that? And so, then the biggest question for that trip is: What do you do with the people that are like, I don't even know what I want, you know? <laughs> because we've kind of had just painted by numbers our entire life. We have. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's okay to just admit that. If you think about how we've been indoctrinated from an early time in our lives, which is here's what to do, here's what to think, here's what to say, here's how to act, and so we never develop this muscle of what I call inner authority, the mm-hmm. sense of sovereignty. Mm-hmm. I'm a person. I have my own thoughts, my own desires, my own needs. We've been taught that that's dangerous. Where an act is, wait a second. What if I could have that, and I can also still be an uh, an upstanding, you know, human in this, in this <laughs> help people out, be good, a good, a good neighbor, yeah, a good I can friend, still be a good yeah. guy. Yeah, it can still work out. So I just say, look, you, you may not know what you want. You've just lost touch with it. So we're going to start with the most basic, basic, basic things, and just say, you know, what do I? How do I want to move my body today? What food do I want to eat today? These are decisions that seem really mundane, but most of the time we're in autopilot. We yep. just kind of do the same things. But they're also an opportunity to flex that muscle and say, hmm, what am I hungry for? What am I in the mood for? What would have me feel more alive? What would have me feel more free? What would have me feel more expansive? And just starting from those small places. And then before you know it, instead of somebody saying, hey, where do you want to eat? And you're like, oh, I don't know, wherever you want. You're like, I know what I want. Right. Right. I know exactly what I want. Let's go do ABC. And that's like, whoa, who's this guy? All right. This feels good. It feels good to be around somebody who's grounded, centered, and knows what he wants. Right. And then the thing I love about that, too, is the flip side of that, is that when you are that, and you put it in a marital context, and you speak up, say, this is what I want, when you got a wife that's doing the same thing, she can go, no, 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 I don't want that. Let's do this instead. And now, all of a sudden, you're both rising up because you're challenging each other, right? You're, You're expanding each other. It can be. I think this is one of the hardest things for us to, to understand, which is we can own what we want and we have to watch out for this attachment to getting it. This is a really right. tough, 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 tough idea because most of the time, the reason why we don't understand, why we're not in touch with what we want is because we're so used to not getting it that we've stopped asking ourselves what we want. We don't want to be disappointed. Okay. We don't want to be frustrated anymore. So it's just like, I'm not even going to desire anything. And then life gets super flat. Right. If I don't desire anything, I can't be disappointed. If I don't want sex with my wife, then I can't be disappointed if, if it doesn't happen. Right. And so more and more, we, we, st- we tend to lose sight of that. Whereas, can I own my desire for ABC and really own it, but then also let go or, or of that need to control or dominate or push or yeah. have my agenda and try to you know, force that on other people? And that is an art. That's not an easy thing, but I think it helps to separate those two things that my desire can be one thing and then the outcome can be another. Absolutely. And I I love that concept just because I think it's starting to take charge of your own agency, you know, your own, your own direction that to swim against the stream, to span, to stand up, to speak up, uh, to just say what's on your mind. And all of a sudden now you start influencing and impacting the world around you, which is a, the interesting way to me is, uh, we all kind of seem to want that, and we come through all these nice guy, manipulative, covert ways to find it. But when I actually start standing up in inhabiting my own space, I, lo and behold, I start finding it. 
and mm-hmm. what I was wanting, right? Because I'm giving something right. that's worth responding to. Right, right. What does this look like? I, I think for some, this can just simply be, uh, there might be days where my wife's really busy with her schedule and, and sex is the last thing that's on her mind, but I might be in a different place and I'm admiring her in the kitchen. I'll just let her know. I say, I'm, I'm feeling you. Like yeah. when you walk in the room, I'm feeling that and I'm appreciating you. Yeah. And she might be like, well, I can't do it. Okay. You know, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Don't need exactly. you to. Exactly. But I, I'm still appreciating you. It's still a gift to have you walk in the room and have mm-hmm. me feel you in this way. I feel more alive and I'm appreciating that. So just to, just to put that out there and then she can, oh, I don't know what's going on, whatever her, her reaction might be. Right. She doesn't have to take it on as a burden that she's got to fix or change anything. But I can simply be with that desire without it needing to actually make something happen. Yeah, no, and I, I love that because that's also how it plays out for me is the transition I used to make that all the different uh, innuendos or statements I would make to Pam years and years ago, they were always attached to an outcome, right? It was always... A to B to C to D to N to bed, whatever, you know. I did the windows. Right. I did the dishes. <laughs> oh, I, don't, let's not even go down the road of chore play. I hate that whole world. Um, but but I even just the statements, and then she would get into this, ah, why do you, all you ever think about is sex, I, you know, all these kinds of statements, until I started realizing, no, no, no. The point is, did I say it, and was it genuine? Because when I'm doing that, that's living who I want to be, and then those times where, because what shifted it for me was when she, all you ever think about is sex. I was able to look her square in the eye and say, yeah, and a lot of other things too, but that's on my mind right now, baby. And I'm not denying that fact. And right. and just kind of letting that tension be there, because that's that goes back into the comfort thing you're talking about, right? If we, we right. want to go through life as comfortable as we can, meaning no tension, that's an impossibility in the world in which we live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I I like how you pointed that out there, which is I can simply be okay with there being we us not being on the same page right Mm -hmm. now. And I'm not forcing anything. I'm not trying to manipulate her. I can let that go. I can let that attachment, my attachment to, you know, her being a different way means that I'll be okay, like letting that go. Mm -hmm. And to just be like, yeah, this is what I'm feeling in this moment. You know, for a lot of my clients, I'll have them uh, just simply own that stuff as they leave. Okay. And it's like, and then she's like, where are you going? You know, (laughs) (laughs) I gotcha. He's like, I'm going out the door, but it's a practice for him to, to know I'm not going to get it. I'm not manipulating. I'm just leaving it alone or to put little post-it notes and hide little post-it notes places where she's going to catch that stuff. And so it's not in this moment of like, Hey, we got five minutes. Can we sneak off in the bedroom? And it feels like a burden. Now, because I also love, this is part of what we've, if, if you've been a part of SMR nation any length of time, you've heard this phrase before, but, um, I really love the concept that married sex is a long game, right? That, that what I, the move or the statement or the innuendo or the, just a flat out statement, uh, that could be setting up three days from now. That's fine, right? It's just, it's a part of the dynamic because, you know, it's set, for some reason, couples, we can forget that I do also means sex is going to be a part of this equation somehow, some way, <laughs> some shape right. or form, right? Rather than... No, no, no. I don't need to be ashamed of this aspect. This is this is a part of our, this is what separates our relationship from every other relationship that, it, that I've got, is this. Yeah. And so I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not going to deny that. I'm also not going to force it, but I am going to encompass it and, and live it out. And I, I think that's, you know, on one hand, we're talking about one party in the equation. Totally. Right? And I think it's, I think it's important to recognize, hey, there, I'm going to have my 
bumps in the road. I'm going to have my history. I'm going to have things that might, you know, be shameful for me. And then she's going to have hers. Yep. I can't take ownership of hers, but I can take ownership of mine and I can be compassionate about hers. Yeah. Right. But I've noticed a lot of guys where they collapse. It's like, well, this is going on for her. So then I shut mine down. Right. I don't, I, mine goes in the cooler and it doesn't happen. And then, you know, everything just kind of dies. And there where they feel like victims because they feel powerless to do anything. And so I, I always find it just helpful to say, let's, let's help you remember that you are a sexual being and remember that you have your sexual desires and that you're playing this long game, but ultimately come back and say, Hey, this is mine. And then that's her. And I can be a support for her. Mm -hmm. I can be an ally to her in that regard, but I don't, she doesn't have to be the the thing that gums up the gears for everything. Absolutely. I mean, cause that that's, again, this goes back to the whole conversation we're having of, of it's, it's just me. I mean, to, to quote, I can't even remember the, what commercial this is for, but just to quote one of the commercials, it's staying in my lane, right? It's, it's just dealing with what's my responsibility and mm-hmm. letting them have the, the respect and the courtesy to deal with theirs. And then that's, I think that's where marriage gets really good. That's where life gets really good, where right. I'm just handling what I'm responsible for and I'm compassionate. There's, there's two messages in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's two messages in there, which is you matter to me. Mm-hmm. I care about you, right? And then the other one, which is you get to be you yep. and I get to be me. Yep. That's not true in a lot of marriages. <laughs> You're not lying. <laughs> it's usually you matter to me when I want something. And uh, I don't get to be me and you don't really get to be you because we're going to, we really, we're so committed to comfort yep. and avoiding risk and avoiding any kind of rejection that I need you to stay in a box and then I'll stay in a box. And then that's, that's where we all go to die. Right. So uh, it's a, <laughs> well, that's painting. That's a great Hallmark card you just painted right there, Trip. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I do want to uh, pivot the conversation here in just a minute, but for the people that uh, are only in for this first part of the conversation, I'd love for them to be able to, how can they find you and, and get a little bit more of, of what you offer and just the take you've got on stuff? You mentioned the New Man Podcast. I've been doing that for well over a decade. So anywhere you get your podcast, you can check out the New Man Podcast. And then the book, uh, This Book Will Make You Dangerous, is available on Amazon and at dangerousbookstore.com. Perfect. Well, Trip, thanks so much for the conversation we've had thus far, and I'm looking forward to shifting shifting gears just a little bit uh, as as we keep going. All right. Sounds good. So as we wrap this episode up, babe, I think um, I have to ask the question right off the bat: What is it about the name Trip Lanier that you just love? Just sounds like a name from a book, right? <laughs> okay. Like he's I I, I, just, I just hear him as some sort of investigator from a book oh that's i like that right like he's in a series and he's got his own little intrigue yep and i I, he's he is one that was fun to talk to uh fun to finally meet because i i love the fact that he's just real he's raw he's colorful so Mm -hmm. for those of you that are careful about what you're listening to you need to be aware right he's colorful with his verbiage not over the top but it's just out there you need to know that ahead of time so much fun but it's it's I love it when people have really good perspectives of life and it's just off enough of what we do that it just aligns. Mm-hmm. Right? That we're all heading mm-hmm. the same way because that's mm-hmm. what we all want. It's just vibrant, alive lives, which then in turn makes vibrant alive marriages. Right. And that's what we're all here for. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. If we left something undone or you got questions, uh, you know what to do. 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. 
So wherever you are and however you chose to listen today, we thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. And we'll see you again next time.